Hello, hello. Welcome to Happiness is a Healthier Habit with me, Jackie Poole, where we chat about mom life, weight loss, habits, and everything in between. And today I want to talk to you about something that I had no idea that would ever happen to me and it was a really scary part in my last pregnancy and I've just never heard about it and really I feel like I should have advocated more for myself but things played out the way they did and so I am talking about when I had my ovary removal done while I was 19 weeks pregnant. So let's start here. You know, what are ovaries? You know, we hear that women have them and they are needed for certain things, but they are our female glands and which are eggs, you know, form and it also... Um, create that female hormones like estrogen and progesterone are made there so they are very much needed and they play a big role in our female traits and as well as help with our menstrual cycle um, fertility and definitely if you're trying to get pregnant you need those ovaries and so how it, I got started with everything and it took really a really long time and a really long process for me to realize what was going on. But this really started a year before I got the surgery done. And so I remember waking up one morning, getting ready for work, like, you know, every other day and, you know, had the kids and was getting ready to take them to daycare and I was in the bathroom and I just started feeling super nauseous. I am a person that does not tolerate pain very well and so that pain for me started feeling so intense so quickly and I think because of the intensity of the pain that I was feeling, I ended up throwing up. And so I still had to take the kids to daycare. Everybody was already gone and working. So I called my mom, I called my job and I'm like, I do not feel good. I'm gonna skip work today. I'm just not doing so good. And I took the kids to daycare and I called my husband and I actually don't remember if he met up with me, but I think he did. And we went to the Methodist hospital and the pain was just throbbing nonstop. I had taken, I didn't take anything. It was not normal. I normally am not one to take medicine right away either. So I was just kind of like, if we're going to the hospital, I'm not going to take any medications and we'll just leave it like that. Well, when luckily it was in the morning, so the ER was not as busy as it should be, as it usually is at night, or it was a very random day. So luckily they treated me right away, but in the middle of them taking my vitals and checking me and asking me all these questions, I actually started to feel better. Like it was gone, like nothing happened. I just had vomited that one time at home and I was like, okay, I feel better. <laughs> like this was a waste of, of a trip. 
um, which was kind of embarrassing because I was like, oh, you know, those bills are not cheap and they will get you and charge you without doing pretty much nothing to you. And I left with a diagnosis of gastroenteritis and that causes nausea, vomiting, you know, diarrhea, cramping. Um, they say it could have been from something that I ate or had some GI inflammations or, you know, so that's what they had put on my after summary visit. That's what they diagnosed me. They gave me some Sofran for the nausea and the vomiting, but I actually felt like normal when I left there, like nothing had happened. It was so bizarre and in, weird 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 and I called my my boss I remember and I'm like okay I'm gonna be going back to work I'll see you after lunch I feel better <laughs> and they're like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so it was just the strangest thing I did follow up with my doctor um my OBG and you know he just attributed to um something called um like ovulation pain there's like a specific word I believe it's called like middle schemers or something like that but it was basically ovulation pain that it's normal and they attribute it to that and so that was it and so granted I've never had this pain in my life it was so so strange and I don't know. I've never asked to think or, you know, ask any questions. I've never, ever had ovulation pain and just interesting that now I'm having it. And looking back at at everything, I just wonder why I didn't ask more questions. I just, you know, trusted that my doctor knew what he was talking about and I went with what he said. So later that year, I found out I was pregnant um, late December of 2019 and... The, pre- the pain definitely got worse and it was more often and I had spoken to my doctor I'm like look dude I I am not ovulating I'm obviously pregnant I shouldn't have this pain anymore like what is going on and so there's times I had to stop working like I left work in pain I would just you know I was in a doctor's office working and so I would like go into a room and they would just come and check on me like I could not stand up I could not walk like I felt miserable and uh the pain became a little bit more tolerable at times and I didn't want to be taking any medication. So that's when I had to go and follow up with him like, hey, something else is going on that is not normal and we need to figure it out because I'm, I think I was like 12 weeks pregnant at the time and it was just not normal for me to be feeling this way still. And again, it was not ovulation pain because I was pregnant. So come to find out when I had like a couple of more visits for you know when you schedule your OBGYN they don't want you to be pregnant until at least eight weeks before you schedule your first appointment so I think it was like my second appointment with him that they did an ultrasound and come to find out that this cyst was the size of a baseball and so it was twisting itself 
that was causing me to have so much pain and I was just scared. I was hitting, you know, my second trimester at the time when we actually decided to do this and I did not want to have this surgery. It was scary. I already was stressed and because that was an option that was given to me and I just didn't want anything to happen to the baby because this was our last baby and I was just scared I mean really that's really when you don't know what's going to happen and you have all of these things that could happen it definitely brings you anxiety it brings you fear of what if this happens I don't want to lose my baby those were a lot of the thoughts that I had that I didn't want to have the surgery and so I kind of waited I waited to see but I just couldn't I could not function the cyst was just kept twisting upon itself so the actual medical term for that is ovarian tertian And, you know, cysts can grow and the way they are and just kind of keep twisting themselves and prevent that blood flow to your ovary. And again, looking it up, it causes nausea and vomiting and pain all in the area. So it was on my left side. And so I just had to do it. And I ended up doing it at 19 weeks pregnant. And so it was supposed to be an outpatient procedure like an in and out the surgery was supposed to be only you know a couple of hours very fast very quickly and that's how he explained it to me and I went in my husband went in with me and I'm like okay we're doing this and we did it and the surgery actually took a little bit more than four hours of them removing the cyst And I actually ended up being at the hospital for two full days. That recovery period was awful. So what they do is they like put a camera. They cut me a little bit above my next to my like belly button. So I have a scar there like on my left side and they put in a camera and he's, you know, using his tools to figure out how to cut this, you know, thing. And And that took him or the whole thing took four hours, but they blow you up like a balloon. And so once they sew you back up, all of these like bubbles are trapped inside you. And I remember like on my shoulders where your clavicle area is, the bubbles were just trapped there causing me so much pain. And they were giving me pain medication. I was... I believe I was like on high dose of Tylenol or something like that and it wasn't doing anything it wasn't working and you know my husband was massaging me and you know trying I was trying to move different ways and it was just really miserable that first day being at the hospital and because I was pregnant he didn't want to release me that first day so I again I ended up staying there for two full days and you know the type of cyst that I had was a dermoid cyst and so it has cells that make up tissue like the human body he did show me pictures afterwards and and so this type of cyst can range from like skin skin hair 
teeth, like all kinds of like weird things. Uh, he showed me a picture of mine and mine just was full of hair and it was just gross. And of course they have to test these these cells and you know check for cancer things like that and luckily mine was just benign non-cancerous but you know there's no real reason of why ovarian cysts you know develop it's just they say it's because you ovulated and that's just a abnormal cell production that causes you to do that and again it was a very scary experience I never thought that I would be there or have anything like this happen to me in a million years um, and even after I was released from from the hospital I still felt a couple of weeks later still some mild pain tolerable of course of like bubbles trapped inside there and to be honest you know I wish I would have advocated for myself a little bit more but at the end of the day, things happen for a reason. And, you know, he did tell me that everything was going to be back to normal. So yada, yada, yada. I didn't realize that when they remove your ovary, your body goes into instant menopause. And I was pregnant. So my body was just off the charts. I you know, I was doing my walks, I was trying to keep up with my eating, but I remember gaining a little bit more weight with my third son than I did with my second one. With my second one, I was just, it was just the belly. It was, I only gained like 20, 25 pounds and it was very nice. He was very tiny, but with this one, I gained even more weight. I felt I did feel more tired than I did with my second one. So things were a little different, and I didn't realize. I just attributed to every pregnancy is different, and everything is changed. Of course, the circumstances are different, but I, after I delivered him, I did notice way 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 more hair loss than I did ever before and even after I stopped breastfeeding and after you know my period came like everything was still not normal one big 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 change that I did see was my period I've always been a person that's been regular you know three to four days tops uh, you know, and normal, no heavy cramping, mild cramping, occasionally take ibuprofen if I could, couldn't tolerate or if I had something to do. But my period was something that was super affected by only having one ovary. And, you know, he told me that everything was going to be back to normal. And it's so disappointing because it wasn't. And I was like, what's wrong with me? Why is my period off? Like I had, you know, the first few months I had my period range from 37 days to 20 days. It was just off the charts and for me that was very regular especially coming from a person that's always been regular and luckily I've never had any issues with my period but once this came into play 
I just struggled with that because I was like, I didn't know when my period was coming. I'm a person that likes to track things. I have the Flow app, which I think is one of the best apps that you could. It's so spot on when I would put in my information like the day it says I had my period like that's the day I had my period and I really um, love that app and been using it for years now and so I was not able to track the way I used to with this app anymore because you know it was just the range of my period was really off not the way it used to be so I had to talk to him because I was also breaking out like I was using high quality skincare and my gosh I was breaking out every day and to be honest I didn't really see all of these changes till I stopped breastfeeding and so I didn't really see these changes till after my son turned one because that's really when I stopped breastfeeding. Actually, I'm lying. I stopped breastfeeding him at 15 months because he was my last one. And of course, I wanted to just take it all in and because he was the last the last kid I was planning to have. And so again, this was not normal. I had to schedule a visit with my doctor and just talk to him about what was going on and how my body was reacting because it's, you know, and it's funny because he questioned, he would question, are you sure that's normal to lose this amount of hair? And, and really it's not, it's not when you're seeing like hair shed every day and you feeling insecure about, things that shouldn't be happening and they are and so he would make me feel I loved him I loved him for as an OBG for my pregnancy doctors but as a follow-up doctor I would definitely not recommend him because those appointments he was just like in and out every day he was just in and out and I'm trying to ask him questions and he's walking out the door and so that was very frustrating Um, because definitely very different as opposed to the pregnancy uh, visits that I had with him. So I definitely did not like that. But to, to conclude this, we ended up talking about maybe getting on the copper IUD. And so that definitely once it was inserted I was a little nervous because I didn't want anything hormonal I didn't want anything that was already gonna alter I just didn't want anything that was gonna be shooting up hormones or anything like that so this was the second best option especially because I don't want to get pregnant again. Me and my husband have talked about this and we are both on the same page that we don't want any more kids. I think three is enough and we'll just have our nieces uh, as girls that we have and enjoy them and love them as much because they're going to be the girls for, for us. But for now, we're happy with our three boys, but definitely not wanting to have any more kids. That was not an option. So this was a perfect thing for us to do for me to try. And I actually really enjoyed it because it regulated my period. 
and I was back to tracking it again. And so I've had it for a year now and I haven't had any issues. I am due for my doctor's well exam. So hopefully everything's okay. And but I do have to schedule that. And he's the only doctor that I've gone to. If anybody knows any recommendations for OBGYNs, that would be great. But I'm just going to keep going back to him just because I have all my medical records there and he has everything. But I know to advocate and know what to research and question in case I, I'm wondering if something else is out there. But for now, I do need to follow up with him. But Yes, we're not planning to have any more kids and this definitely helped regulate my period. My skin was definitely better and so my hormones kind of just helped rebalance and everything was kind of better. Of course, I still had a mild hair loss and it's gone better and better as time has passed and of course I love using my collagen which has helped me a lot and you know shampoos that are specific to hair growth that are definitely helpful in that department but this was a very scary situation in our lives that was not planned that was just kind of out of the blue but at the same time it wasn't so this podcast today was mostly about it could happen to anybody things could happen just always ask questions and do your own research and you know the only way we can make ourselves provide a better life a better health you know really increase the longevity of our life is just to you know opt in for ourselves and you know make that for ourselves and you know, it takes times, it takes, you know, learning your own body and, you know, listening to its cues and, you know, our body talks to us. So it's very important for us to listen. And if you had like a similar, you know, experience with your ovary removal or you had one, I would love to hear your story. So feel free to email me at happier you is a healthier you. And I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. I will chat with you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so thankful that you got to listen to this episode. And if you are looking to get coached on nutrition to finally lose the weight, schedule a call with me um, at JackiePools.com. And so that discovery call is usually about 30 minutes and we talk about your goals and how we can accomplish that and how we can work together. Also, please subscribe to my free newsletter, which comes out once a week on Tuesdays and you will get weight loss tips that you can start implementing right away. And it's just another way for us to stay connected. Thank you so much for joining me today and I will see you next time.